and welcome to Ghost Rider Podcast. I'm your host, Corinne Prevot, and we have a beat going over here. I don't know what that is. Please hold. <laughs> okay, I think that's been remedied. I'm here with Clarissa Butler. Hey, Clarissa. What's up, everybody? Oh, my God. I think I look at the triangle instrument background on the catch a beat. <laughs> we need a timer. We got to time this thing. Oh, my God. Okay, so... Clarissa has just started a very, very important journey. Do you want to share with us what that is? It is a show called Southern Charm. I'm way late to the game, uh, but I am now on season six. I guess there are seven seasons total. Uh, But it's been really fun to have a show to bender on from beginning until end. Southern Charm has a very special place in my heart and my marriage because it was the one show that I got my husband to watch on Bravo and that we enjoyed together. And I feel like it's for everyone. I just—I <laughs> definitely just uh, read something where a woman was asking how she gets her husband to get in on Bravo shows. Then they say, don't start with the housewives. It's too deep. Too deep. You, you can get their feet wet with a below deck, mm-hmm. a Southern Charm, and you work your way over. Take yes. some time. Yes. Okay, so... <clears throat> Let's talk about some of these characters on Southern Charm. And you're on, and Clarissa's on season six right now. So we're not going to talk about season seven because she's not there yet, but up to season six. Okay, so who's your favorite or least favorite? Um, That's evolved over time. Um, Obviously, Cam is just your all around go to charming, wonderful girl. Um, I'm a big Patricia fan. Okay. I just, she brings the glamour. Oh, I meant to bring you her book. She brings the cattiness. She brings. A lot of things that we just need on a reality show. She's kind of this pillar of strength. She brings everyone together to stir up things and, you know, ask the right questions. What season was it where she had some big diamond ring and she was engaged and then it was like never spoken of again? Do you remember that? When you said diamond ring, I was thinking of her friend that she brought over one night and they had a psychic and the friend thought they were all acting atrocious, you know? Yeah. No, there was one season where... Because uh, Whitney had talked about basically that one time that she was, she's been engaged several times. And one of the times that she has been engaged, he just got like board his, uh, like a fax sent to his boarding school. Okay, or right, something. right, right, right. And, you know. Yeah. Dude, I don't know if you're watching Dallas, but apparently this was totally glazed over on the last episode. But Deandra was engaged 13 times. 13 times. No, to 13 different men? I mean... That's insane. I don't know... I've never been proposed to once. I don't know And what these people she, are, like, getting... Du- people pussy. are double digits. Like, well, I'll tell you how she's popping it. She's <laughs> popping it on a freaking uh, stripper pole on the last episode. Okay. And not bad. And she said she had a stripper pole at her house. Okay. And she there said her go. moves are really good and they, they were pretty good and that she's like that's why I was engaged you know why do you think I was engaged 13 times well, now go. here's the thing have you been proposed to 13 times or engaged 13 times yeah you're right because you could just be drunk at a bar and your boyfriend's like oh, I want to marry you or something yeah. I had a friend in college whose goal was to be engaged two or three times oh, because wow. her mom had been proposed to a few times huh. and I think she wanted to beat her number Okay. Like her mom had done like two or three and she wanted to do one more than her. I'll just take That's one. a healthy competition. I'll take one. Just give me one. Just one. All right. <laughs> if there's any straight men. <laughs> Listening to this podcast. Who likes to watch Southern Charm. Who like, yeah. I mean, 
Holler at me. Oh, my God. Okay, so one of my favorite characters ever in Southern Charm is, you know, a little bit of a side character, not as celebrated, and probably a monster of a human being, but has a magnetic personality, which is J.D. Madison. I loved his bar. I loved his bourbon. I loved his laugh. He's the um, typecast. You love a jovial party guy. A little red faced motherfucker. Yeah, you, he's your typecast. Yes, yeah, so like I'm not attracted he's a to great him host. in any. But like, yeah, like he's a good. He's someone that loves to have a good time. But somebody that's like charming in that way is also not usually the best like human outside of that world, right? Yeah, and I I think he's really funny. Yeah, when Craig goes and works for him, that's some of my favorite scenes. I could watch that again easily. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, Craig doesn't want to work. We all know he doesn't want to work, so and that's okay. Not Hello. everybody is out here to work. Okay. He needs a sugar mama. Well, he had the Adderall issue, but I wonder that's what he's willing I to tell us. To that. You alluded oh. to that, but I don't know that yet. Oh, really? Maybe the reunion for season. I don't know when it, like, comes out. But, I mean, he's not. It explains a lot of the behavior. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But I'm wondering if that's one of the many the many things. Um, okay, so let's talk about some Southern Charm scandals. Okay. Some that I think were on the show and some that you may not know. So, <laughs> J.D. Madison... Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> did not pay his rent at his restaurant for like six plus months. Okay. Which I didn't even know you could do that. Like, I, I thought you just had to. I'm sitting here paying my bills like an asshole. Like, I thought you had to pay your bills every month. This is everything that I thought about life. But I'm learning like everything that I think is not actually accurate. Well, we live by the rules. Yeah, and like it suckers. Seems, yeah, suckers. exactly. A lot of these people who appear to be the most wealthy mm-hmm. or the most established or just doing their own damn thing. He owed and it's like honey- make believe, you know? It's make believe. He yeah. owes a hundred and six he owed a hundred and sixty thousand dollars in unpaid rent. Just on the restaurant. For his business. Yeah, for his business. Okay. Then, as if that's not bad enough, he was accused of drugging and sexually assaulting someone. This is commonplace on this show. Southern like Oh yeah, you know. Oh yeah, well, it feels like I think the only people that have been accused of sexual assault are Thomas many, many times, and JD once, or just Um, like the regular ways of behaving, like in the South, because I lived in Texas, you know, and it's just an older, more traditional, like boys' town, boys' Mm -hmm. club, and so I'm sure there's been. Plenty of things that have happened where people haven't even stepped forward or said anything. For every, like, 10 people that report someone, uh, there's another 20 that... <laughs> in the shadows. That, totally, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. So, Thomas has been accused of many, many things. Um, so, one situation was he apparently assaulted a woman and uh, paid her, settled out for 200000 and had her sign an NDA, a non-disclosure agreement, but her daughter didn't sign it, so then her daughter came out told and told the story... Yeah. After the situation uh, where he was accused of assaulting his nanny, I'm not sure if it was a rape uh, accusation or an assault accusation. Down the stairs, or yeah, something. just being like coming home drunk, being super aggressive with yeah. her. I mean, that's horrible and terrifying. Like, but it is always interesting because like Thomas is garbage, and he constantly goes after Catherine, and I think Catherine's garbage too. But it's like no one's no one's right the kids lose in that whole situation it's just really sad well it's interesting too because if you watch it like often enough like i have the, what they're complaining about about each other is actually the same exact things 
Like the same exact things. It's like when Landon You're was always on, out. You're always drunk. Her and Catherine were complaining, oh, she's a social climber. Oh, she's this. But they were both doing the same yeah. exact thing. And they both slept with everyone. I mean, they both. So it was just interesting to see like, okay, they're highlighting your own behavior that you hate. So you just keep complaining about each other and hating each other. So I don't know. In some ways, until this season, I kind of was like, Thomas and Catherine are made for each other. I know, right? Like, I think they are. Like, who else is going to put up with that? And they sleep with each other at all the reunions and whatever, whatever. (laughs) But then they brought Ashley on. But, yeah, I mean, so JD and the unpaid. I mean, the thing is, like, we always He lost his restaurant. Okay. But, like, if you're on reality TV and all your stuff's out there, why do you think... I guess maybe you get a big head and think you're above things and you don't... The rules don't apply to you. Or have you just been cheating for so long that you don't even realize you're cheating anymore? Right. Because I feel like if I didn't have my rent paid, I would be not able. Anxiety. I wouldn't be able to sleep. Yeah. yeah. I couldn't sleep. Yeah. If I didn't have my car paid, like if my bills weren't paid, I would just be like, they're going to come repossess it, whatever. And I grew up in a family where the bank did actually come <laughs> okay, and, well, and gather their things. Answer. So, you know, I know that. Oh, what's that? Your phone? Um, that's not me. Oh. Mm. Um, so, not me. It's not me. Noise. Your iPad? No. Okay. All right. Your well. Computer. Oh well. Um. Uh. So you've so, got things repossessed. Totally. I so I'm like, I know the bank doesn't play. Right. So <laughs> I don't play with the bank. There's people you don't play with, right? We all know someone that you're like, that's not, that's not it. <laughs> like I'm not yeah. gonna. Yeah, I'm not fucking with Bank of America. <laughs> no, no. Me versus Bank of America. No, 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 no. They need to get their money. So. I just am, like, fascinated by that. And we talk about this a lot, even with, like, um, like the Fire Festival or um, what's that girl's name? Mm-hmm. Elizabeth, uh, the Theranos girl with the blood. Oh, you don't know about her. We'll talk about that in a second. But basically these people that end up being scam artists, it's like, okay, so do are they so, like, narcissistic and crazy that they actually believe they're going to accomplish the thing okay. that they said? Or do they know it's a scam, like, from the word go? Like, I'm just curious about at what point, well, at I what think, point I it think, becomes, yeah, you know what I mean? it turns into something that's unmanageable or that they can't keep up with their own sort of thing. But I think you're right. They're sort or, of delusional. Or Thomas, um, Tom Girardi, too. Or you're, like, bipolar and you're, like, on a mania kick and just kind of running with it. Like, yeah. Like, that happens with Kanye, Yeah. You know? But he does produce insanely genius, like, creatively stuff. So, I don't know. It's, like, a crazy toss-up with these people. Um, But all I think is, like, if you're out in the public like that, why do you think you're above anything or the law? You know? Like, Like you're you're asking. You're fucking asking. And we've seen the examples millions of times with so many people. So, that's what I always get so surprised when people that are being shady basically go on reality TV and put a target on their back. And, like... Go even this is like a small little thing, but when I used to work at Dior in New York, we had this like uh, samples closet with all these shoes and all this whatever, and you know we had lent something I think it was to Gwen Stefani or something, and you know it says the celebrity on a polar like each box it's like oh yeah. we're waiting for this you know whatever from a photo shoot or maybe they borrowed it for personally whatever, and in style used to do those closet tours I don't know if you remember uh, every month yeah. in Style magazine of and I would like. Loved in Saw Magazine. I'd go in there and it would be all this shit that like... Is they, borrowed. Yeah, like yeah. that's not yours. And actually we called you three times last week. You know, <laughs> so I'm just like, 
who puts like hot merch like like out on the like I would street. if yeah. I would be like we gotta put these out away <laughs> we gotta put these in the garage like come, I mean crime one hundred and one is you don't let <laughs> show the goods you don't show the goods you're sh- listen we have all had something hot or even warm from time to time but that doesn't we don't need to put it on front street but that's like mary from oh real housewives god. of salt lake city oh my god when i saw what her the... shoes and her merchandise just her entire like her room bags. her entire room is like this is not Millions someone who's doing well this is not someone that's not doing well what do you mean she's not doing well mentally because she has so much work. Yes. It's a it's called a being sickness. a hoarder. It's a sickness. Yeah, yeah. There's a sickness at that point. When you are at a point where like you don't know what you fucking have. Yeah. Like, I mean, I could pull something out and gift it to you and you would act like you never saw it before. Like I that that's a sickness. Over this, but Kelly Dodd's closet is pretty unbelievable as well. When did we see that? I mean, it's um in her old house. Was, yeah, we'll rewatch it. You like the got the baller first house, the apartment second house, or the rental with Rick Leventhal third house? Uh, when she moves in with Rick, Rick. okay. She starts, oh, and she's ye- sitting in the house. You got to see the amount yeah. of designer stuff that I'm like. Yeah. You probably wear that once and then like toss it. Like that's insane. Yeah, just hundreds and hundreds of items where you're like. Why? And it's gonna go. And these people are people that are not wearing like out of season things, really. You know, because they're buying, especially like they're buying such trend items. Oh yeah. And paying like thousands, you know, two thousand dollars for a shirt, whatever. That you're not. It's out of season. So shit, than you can ever use. Dorit, where they're accusing her of not being able to afford her house, but her closet is like. Yeah. Well, bringing it back. She's like, this is my my. She she put that house on the market, the last house. Okay. So we're on house. Three, I think. Like, what's going on there? So, this is my Wait, theory. Are they all in Encino? That's where my new project I, oh, is. Oh, drive by, drive by. Some, like, but I don't know if she's there anymore. I don't know. Like, everything about Dorit, I'm like, oh, I don't know if those are her I think clothes. It's the Vanderpump rules, all of them move there. I'm going well, to do some research. I feel like I Sherman saw something that Jackson Brittany went to Kentucky. Yeah, they're, I sent it to you. They're causing a stink. And they're saying yeah, California. They're, California sucks, and they hate LA, and this and that. Well, because they got fired. A hundred percent. And they can't afford that house. But talking about crazy closets, bringing it back to Southern charm. On season six, our girl Catherine busts out. She's with a like hoarder. All Gucci, everything. All of a sudden, gets a rolls and is like on another level. And I'm like, okay, she has got to okay, be so having Gwyn's, a sugar daddy. I think There's no way. So. I think all those clothes are borrowed from Gwyn's because okay, she was I like a brand ambassador. A lot of and it. they sell Chanel. They but sell really the high end. She goes from like a studio to like the lot. Okay, so the, the really nice like townhome ones. Yeah. Okay, so I think that was a real estate deal. Like they gave her. That's what happened with Dorinda. Is like this. This is a new PR thing, right? So if like, you're on a reality okay, show, I'm they give like squatting almost when they just have something on the market and they're like, go film in that. So house. I have this amazing house that I want to sell. I know you're only filming for two or three months. Hop in. Why don't yeah, like I have it staged. Come in here, film here, let it be seen, you're like and it's doing free. A pop-up. It's free you're fucking marketing. It's a pop up. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like because it's free furnished. Marketing. It's like ready to go. Speaking of homes, Salt Lake City. Does anyone live in any of these houses? <laughs> I know. They feel like hospitals. They're so big and lived in. I think Heather does. I think Heather lives in. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. 
Um, so back to Thomas. So he got a DWI in the Hamptons in 2013 that he first said he was going to like clear his name in court and he was, um, completely innocent. When did all the cocaine stuff? Like, I don't have. Okay. So that was pre. Okay. So the cocaine was, uh, I guess he was a state senator for South Carolina. Oh, he was actually Mm -hmm. a senator at one point. Okay. Yes. And then, was that what he was a senator? Something, whatever. Some political office, don't quote me. And then at that point, he got caught uh, selling cocaine. That was his side hustle. Everyone needs a side hustle. Government jobs don't pay that well. Did he get caught, like, red-handed, do we know? Or was it Red-handed. No, like, yeah, like, it was red-handed. He was definitely doing cocaine. Like, he did time. Like, he went to prison for, like, a year and a half. Okay. Um... So that's why his whole thing of like, I raise the roof, but like, I won't raise your taxes. That commercial is like, put it in the hall of fame. Like it's off the chain. You don't know what you're seeing, but you want more. Like, and this is Whitney's artistic direction. Even if it like, what? But my favorite part was when Catherine got all mad and hot and bothered and Whitney's like, you're worried that that's going to ruin your reputation when she's been... And my favorite is, yeah, in the first few seasons, they all throw around the word class and day class day, like, left and right. And I'm like, okay, everyone. I think that was the premise, like, kind of like um, season one of Potomac and season one of Dallas, where they're just like, okay, the theme is, like, what it is to be in Dallas society. So and the chair. Remember it was charity, charity, charity yeah. in Dallas. And then Potomac was, like, what it is to be, like... In whatever society. the fuck bullshit ass society. Yeah. Oh, but you know Issa Rae is from uh, Potomac. That's why she's my favorite. And Yvonne, Yvonne is from Laurel. Laurel. Shout I know, out, it's ladies! Amazing. I did her. Favorite. I did Issa Rae's masterclass. Oh, it's really good. It looked amazing. It's all about right. It's a writing thing, but it's very fascinating it's thing. It's really, nice. really. It's awesome. There's so many it's great awesome. people from our area. It's the best. It is interesting. I just found out she's on the board of the Television Academy, the oh. Emmys, and that's like the new building that I'm doing some murals on is right attached to it. So I'm oh like, my god, please let her walk Issa's out of that building, this. and I'm gonna like fangirl out on her. Like, oh my god, I can't wait. she's oh. awesome. She reminds oh. me so much of my friend Ayana, oh, okay. and Ayana's from Maryland too, and yep. it's just like the accent, the way she talks, and just her personality and how she can be. Really quiet. Everything about Yeah, her. just everything about her just always reminds me of her. So Catherine, I guess, I don't know what's the last reunion that you saw. I don't know which one this is, but she basically lied and said that she did not test positive for drugs on a, some kind of court-mandated drug test. And then turns out that she did for marijuana, cocaine, and opiates. Ooh. Girl knows how to party. Wait, she had just said she tested positive for marijuana, and that's why Thomas was able to take... Yeah. Is this a different test? I don't know. Okay. I think so. I think this was a while ago. Uh, She's someone that, like, she reminds, okay, we talked about this. She's kind of like Teresa Giudici to me, where on the one hand, I feel like we've been with her for so long. We've been with her through all these different things, and I still am like, who the fuck are you? Like, I feel like I have no idea who Catherine is. I have no idea what the truth is. I, I, I don't know what's going on there. Like, she's unknowable. Oh, yeah. She's unknowable. We know 25% of what really goes on there. Um, And the fact that she, like, still will, like, sleep with Whitney or, like, all these other things. I'm like, and Shep on the regular. I mean, and she just puts it out there. And then she wants to be known as, like, a classy lady. Like, And also, um, with her, I do think that Thomas, like, she was so young and so impressionable. So, like, you have an older man 
that like he's already been in trouble for like one of the most serious drugs on the market. What position is he in? He's giving her the drugs. Like you can tell they're both partying together like on the first few seasons and that was probably a huge point of them even coming together in the first place. So she actually wasn't cast. She was like an extra. I believe I read it was something like, oh, we're filming something for a new reality show, like come be an extra type of thing. And she came through. And I think she was like 19 or like super fucking young. And then that's how the whole thing happened. So I don't know. Because she's like the one where it's like one does not feel like the others. Like even though Craig doesn't come from their world either, he kind of, he fits in. You know what I mean? But she definitely is like a one-off. Well, it's interesting, the whole, the dynamic of the show, because it somehow works, but the age difference, the age gaps are so huge, but I feel like it works in Southern Charm, where we see on Real Housewives, when we have a housewife who's like 28 and has like a two-year-old, and then we have someone whose kids are post-college, I don't know, I feel like the blending of ages, of, yeah, demographics on Southern Charm, for some reason, works. Doesn't feel as crazy. Yeah, like Cameron's why. married and has a baby, but she's still friends with Shop, and they're, they go to Patricia's house for dinners, and for some, I don't know if it's the way it's edited or whatever, but it just, like, flows, and I'm not like, why the fuck is this, which really, why the fuck is this 75-year-old woman giving a shit about, you know, what, who's dating who, and having, like, throwing dinners? But then I'm like, is that how you stay young? Like, like <laughs> yeah, do I need to be old fun. and be That's, like, oh. It's for her entertainment. I mean, when what, does she get to bust out all her theme China? I mean, it's incredible. I know. But I do think we've overlooked and nobody really, I mean, maybe it's like happened when I wasn't involved in Southern Charm. Like, I'm so But now you're here. Game. Now you're here. Welcome. But I think Thomas was never held accountable for not. what he did and contributed to the demise of Catherine. And then he's like, oh, I get the kids. And she tested positive for weed, but he had, like, cocaine charges. You know what I mean? Like, the whole thing is just really... Listen, uh, this might be controversial. I don't understand rehab for weed. Like, what the fuck is going on? You ate too many Funyuns? What was going... Like, like what was your... What's your rock bottom? the real thing was opiates and whatever, but I'm sure she got them from Thomas. You know what I mean? To me, it's like... He was so involved in this and then took her down. Do you know what I mean? Like, maybe she didn't comply in some way that he wanted her to, and then it exploded. But... I mean, he's chronologically in his 50s, but he's, oh, like, 19. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like, he hasn't matured past that point. And here's the thing. If any of these people are, like, so classy and so elite and from these amazing families... Then you don't go on fucking reality TV. So you know? Instagram ruined the Real Housewives for and me. And it ruined all it, of it, it because it. now we're too involved and yeah. too communicative with the people that are supposed to be just our fun thing to watch. And I do think with Whitney and that whole crew, there is a lot of gloss and glam and fun stuff that goes on there. And they're wild as hell. And they probably were just like, let's have fun. I want to be famous. Like, whatever. I don't think... Well, you can't ever predict how dark it's going to get, right? Like, maybe Whitney had an inkling of, like, oh, you guys think you know these people? They're, like, real, real crazy, you know? Yeah. But honestly, I just feel like when they did it, I felt like it was more fun and more shiny. It wasn't as intense. Totally, totally. But also, it always starts life. like that, yeah. yeah. But I also think, okay, so here's the other major issue I think I'm having grappling with with reality TV, and I think a lot of people are, is, like, we want to be responsible or like ethical 
watchers, right, to some degree. So, you know, this is a big thing. Like, a lot of people boycotted Orange County this season because Kelly Dodd is reckless with her fucking mouth. With COVID and with Black Lives Matter, like, she's just, whatever, we don't have time to list all the things that she's done and said. And, like, you know, I don't, I don't believe in cancel culture and one thing or two things maybe, but, like, she's just doubling down, doubling down, doubling down. And so people are like, well, I don't want to give ratings to someone Is that, that okay. yeah, like I don't want to, so even though I would like to watch a show, I don't want to be a part of supporting someone who has these dangerous beliefs and sits on a platform and shares them, which I'm like, I totally get that. And like Housewives, you used to pre-Instagram, pre-Twitter, pre-all of that, which is when we got in this game. You didn't have to worry about that, you know. Like we didn't know. I don't want to know. Yes, yeah, Yeah. and like that's. But that's like with so many things. With everything, like Woody Allen, we always go back to. Oh yeah. Yep. Yep. Love his movies. Total pervert. You know, it's like so many people. It's like their talent. When you're supporting them, you feel like you're part of the problem, Mm -hmm. which you know we're just out here trying to get entertained. Well, that's the other thing is Kelly makes it not fun, right? It's like she sucks the fun she out of it because she's fun. so brutal. Yeah. Bronwyn too. Bronwyn's on the other yes. side, but she's sucking the fun out of us for a different reason. She's sucking the fucking air out of the room. And she, I, I can't think of a specific person, but I've been around people like her before where it's like, okay, I'm a party girl, so everybody has to party. Okay, now I'm sober, so everyone has to be sober. Like, just whatever I'm doing and I'm experiencing is now needs to be the focal point for every single person around. My mother is like this, actually. Like, I'm in a good mood, so everyone needs to get in a good mood, or I'm in a bad mood, so, like, no one can, everyone has to be silent in the whole house. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I guess that is just, like, textbook narcissism, right? But it's, like... She's also, even when... she doesn't just, like, dip her toe in the sobriety. Now it's, like... Oh, I'm going to teach. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do... It's just like... I'm happy for anyone that wants to get sober and better themselves. Anyone that wants to live their true selves and do that. So it's kind of this... I think a lot of people are grappling with this because it's like, even though I agree with her... She stands good causes. 100%. And like, I agree with her, but I also just find her so exhausting. Like, it's so much. And then it's also like, you know... It's hard to believe in the authenticity of anything because you came on this show telling us you're so wildly in love with your husband, you have this great life, you have great kids, whatever. Now you're telling us that's not true. You came on the show telling us you, you know, are straight. That's not true. Like every single thing is now not true. And now you, you want us to believe girl. every single not, thing. Yeah, yeah and I am yeah. like fucking mouse at all times, so I have to get another like an apartment, like a fuck pad just for that. Like it's and I'm in Miami, raging, going crazy. Yeah. Here's the thing, too. Okay, so you you have seven children, so you've been pregnant. I think she's been pregnant six times. I think I think one was a surrogate. I could be wrong. But then you and you had that breastfeeding party, right? And you can't drink when you're breastfeeding. So seven times two, or we'll do six times two, is twelve years. So for twelve years, like you could, you weren't an alcoholic. You said while you were pregnant, and you weren't an alcoholic while you were breastfeeding, or maybe you were pumping and dumping. I'm not sure. But there's just nothing about it adds up. And then she's gone and said on a podcast I listened to, she was like, oh, the reason I had so many kids was because I grew up by close to a Mormon family and they had so many kids and I always knew I wanted to have a lot of kids. Another thing she said was that she had a bunch of miscarriages and actually lost like 
five or six babies, which is tragic, and then kept trying and like wanted, to, you know, that was the reason why. Then she said it was because she wasn't attracted to her story. husband. I'm like, okay, I know. I'm good on the excuses. Yeah, like, like so I'm just saying there's when you're giving like five or six different reasons, like it's hard I don't to know, track. we don't know it's what. We, yeah, we just don't know what to believe. And the thing is, the worst part, the worst thing that could happen to you as a real housewife is I don't care. <laughs> I actually don't fucking care what the real reason is. Just go away and like. That, Every, but the problem is, and I don't know if it's because there is all this transparency, there are so many housewives now that were like, I don't care. I became that way with Beverly Hills quite some time ago. I'm just like... Beverly Hills has been bad for like three years. It's sense. so... I don't care. Bad. I don't care. Show me a picture of your I don't care I don't if Denise fucked everyone on the cast. Like, I do, <laughs> boring snooze fest, good night. I don't fucking care. I don't care. Like How you made Brandy. a lesbian extramarital affair boring. Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations. Like the it's you, because they don't they don't show their anything real about their lives and it just gets dragged out forever while on the sidelines Tom Girardi's robbing orphans and like all this other shit and you know uh Mauricio's getting sued for a hundred like all this shit's happening. But we can't talk about anything like that. No. No, we can only talk about well, uh, Lucy, whatever that, I don't even want to say those words. Even though you're saying, like, taking it back to Southern Charm, even yes. though we're talking about we know a fraction of, like, Catherine's life, they're also interesting. Always leave them wanting more. Every she does that. Every single episode, something interesting happens, some interaction. Agreed. And I don't know if it's they know that they're that funny and charming, but there's always some shit going on. The boys are just as dramatic as the girls, which on the housewives, a lot of times that's so annoying. You're like, leave it to the bitches, you know, whatever. Jersey, no. <laughs> give those give those guys a, what do they hold, a turnpike? I don't know what the fuck <laughs> yeah, they hold on that yeah. show, but uh, Jersey, like Joe Gorga all day, every day. Oh, yeah. Let's get Joe Gorga's take on things. But I feel like on Southern Charm, the men are just as catty and just as much stars and they yes. hold a candle to all the women. Yes. Sometimes they outshine them. I feel like season six, the men are outshining the women just because oh, they're I can't so remember. entertaining. I mean, Craig, there's just, listen, there's some people that are stars. Okay? Whitney, I could watch half his own reality show doing normal, stupid shit I'm all like, the time. I'm like, 100%. Yeah, there's, okay, this is the thing. This is why New York is so good, is because I can just hang out at the townhouse with Sonia and just, I can watch her like scrape out the brown ice and, when we went to her basement and there was all those like Crisco jars, like I'm like, let's let's do one Dive episode deep. and let's just deep go dive. through what the fuck we have down here because I know we have treasures down there. We have stories. Like she could just Dorinda's literally be home in the Berkshires. Deep dive, please. Let's go through. Each I want room. a video tour. Like I let's go. Yeah, Screw where is Architectural Digest? We need no housewives cribs. They How do... has nobody done this. They do it on Bravo. Yeah. Oh, like little mini ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Totally. We can do it. Um, it's really dive. good. Okay, I love watching it. I love watching the open door on Architectures. I just, I love, you know, I'm a nosy, busybody. But I always like, damn, like if I wanted to, I'm not a house robber, but if I were, but, you know, you're really giving me the layout here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You give me the lay of the land. <laughs> like, it's just so many, you know, I'm private like that. Like, it's too many details too many of... 
what's going on. I'm just like, oh my God. Like that that's your kid's window. Okay, good to know. Like it's just I don't know. Like to me it gives me the heebie jeebie. Like yeah. that's Or rent a house and pretend. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean it's just too much. Um okay, so Cameron's husband got DUI in twenty twelve. He was driving drunk. And um, you know, the well, you don't know this, Jason. Okay, but you kind of do. She's not on season seven because uh, apparently her husband, allegedly, her husband, Jason, was having an affair, and the affair was going to come out on, on camera, and she wasn't interested in that, so she left the show. So in the beginning, the very first episode, I believe, of season seven, Catherine kind of brings it up to Craig, like, "Oh, I heard that." Um, so about Cameron's husband having an affair. Um, Craig? Narrating the whole thing? His vocal fry is probably the worst thing. I mean, ever I'm heard. in literally no position to talk. <laughs> I feel like it's someone rubbed like Brillo bad. pads on my vocal cords every day. We were day. just talking about food. You're so beautiful, but then you open your mouth and I'm like, ay, ay, ay. He just, he perpetually feels like he just woke up. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter if it's 9 a.m., if it's noon, if it's... 4 p.m. 12, like, he's, you know when, like, your computer's, like, Chase always says, it's thinking, it's thinking, it's thinking, like, the circle thing? Yeah. I feel like that's his processor. Okay. Like, he's, it's like, it's thinking. Yeah. (laughs) It's thinking, and we're here. You know, like, his reactions are so delayed and everything. You know who else is like that? Mary Crosby from Salt Lake City. It's... Oh, but I think they're What's both heavily medicated. The, okay, I, I can't tell if Mary Crosby is suffering from some kind of mental issue. Yes. Is, um, the trauma of what she experienced. Oh my just God, that is trauma. That is that's trauma. That's trauma in a way that if you're living with it for that long, like that makes you even crazier, I think. Like how is she not going to break? She's going to break. She's heavily medicated. It's so fucking dark what's going on over there. Like, well, and all the... That whole house to the, me, yeah. like, it just feels so The designer dark. things are trying to fill a void. Her cousin like, that wears a nurse's outfit and gloves and works for her. And it kind of feels like one of those paid friends situation. Uh, I know. I know. It's dark. Oh, my God. And she runs a church, which is even crazier. Well, that's already been deep-dived into a million places, but we'll just recap it real quick. Is that it's... Just, it's fucking dark, guys. Like, apparently, once she married her grandpa and took over the church... That her statement other of when she <laughs> married her grandpa. That's what I'm yeah. you, you expect this person to be sound? No way. There's and no the way, way, like, some of the cast is, like... She married her grandpa. We have to get over it. I'm like, no, we fucking don't. <laughs> no, like, I know. That's been one of the most breaking storylines on get over it. Ever. I will die <laughs> and I will not get over Mary Crosby <laughs> marrying her grandpa. I, I will be six feet under and I will not be over it. Like, I'm not, I'm not okay. I'm not going to be okay. Like, that's not okay. And it's also like marrying your, I don't, is marrying your dad better? Like, I don't even know. Like, it's mm. so... At least it's more in your age range. I mean, I <laughs> he's like okay with it, and they're being filmed, and like just all of it is just it's too much. Okay, if you marry your grandpa or your dad, don't go on a show. Yeah, that's your per. That's that's private. Okay, but to me, that's kind of her cry for help. Oh. Okay. 
What can we do? I mean, this bitch changed her face and her skin tone. I mean, she is like, she's she's working. She's doing things. She's trying to just, oh, but that whole thing is that like, that money came from the church. Like, they. That's dark. All the money is. Going so into her shoe and bag fund. I mean. From the church people. And I get, do you hear the audio? It's on YouTube. I think I sent it to you a while ago, but it was basically her going crazy on her, um. Uh, I don't know what the people, congregation, I don't know the church terms, I haven't been there in a minute, but um, basically she is like, I only got 14 birthday cards, like with cash, like they all give her cash. I'm like, what the? And then I guess it's like very controlled. If anyone in the congregation wants to go on vacation or do something, they have to get it approved because why are they spending money on vacation? Pardon me. And not spending the money. Yeah. Like, on the church. You know, like, well, I oh, you have all this extra money, motherfucker? Weird. You need to give it to the church. I just think it's weird that she's putting all this out on TV. Like, don't you think everyone that goes to the church is going to see this and be like, uh, And it's, it's not a nice shit. church. I know. It's a very, like, for them to have, but they also have these other businesses they inherited to, like, a mortgage company, like, all these other things. So, unclear what percentage of their money is coming from the church and what percentage of their money is coming from these other businesses and what's funding, you know their lives but everything feels so weird and i guess someone like did a super sleuth and said that when they like i think it was like episode two they all went skiing together and she was late because she that was so funny when she's going up the stairs she's like i'm too tired for this like that's how i feel that's me that's me i'm like why am i here i can't breathe in high altitude i'm fucking cold what are we what are we doing skiing is i don't know what's worse skiing or something like why do i have to carry the skis why am I carrying? That's a schlep, schlep not thing. Not that bad. I carry a snowboard. I don't mm, know. I'm not carrying it. I'm, yeah. not inter- I'm not interested <laughs> in that. You know, I was getting this is gonna sound. I was getting a massage in my uh, last Friday night or last Saturday night. I had someone come to the house to give me a massage because unfortunately all the spas here have been closed. Some life, some life. Group. Well, listen, I hadn't had a massage in like five months or something. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> and I was talking to the to the massage therapist, you know, I was like, we're talking about just, you know, I'm like, I'm fucking 40, man. Like I've seen too much. I've done too much. I know what I like. I know what I don't like. I'm not interested. You know, I'm, I'm at that point where I feel confidence, like Solid not interested in choices, not interested. Yep. Yeah. Like I, I tried it. Don't say try it. I'd fucking tried it. You know, like, <laughs> which is what? funny because you say I'm too rigid in my ways a lot of times. And not open to trying new things. Uh, yeah, and that's true as well because sometimes there's stuff that I'm like, you're going to like this. I know you. I have like, I curate shit. Like, I don't come to you. I watch a lot of television. And do I, I don't come to you with every show because I know you are discerning. You are, have a discerning palate. I do. So I, when I come picky. to you and I tell you, I have something for you, something special for you. Like Black AF or Insecure. Nailed it out of the park. Southern yeah. Charm, whatever. Fair. I'm coming to you with like, I, I, this is like out of a hundred things, I found one that I think can be good for you. Okay, okay. So I'm working hard to bring you the best content. And then you're saying like, I don't want podcasts. I'm not interested. I'm not. That's actually pretty funny right now that we're recording a podcast when you were like, I don't listen to podcasts. I'm not interested. And I'm like, I really think you're going to like this. It's these guys and they interview rappers and 
<laughs> like, it's so funny. It's your sense of humor. It's going to be perfect for you. Now I'm listening to Neil Brennan. Now you're, How Neil feel. Like yeah. his oh, other one. Oh, okay. See? One ahead of you. One, you are one ahead of you. I'm not listening to that. So... <laughs> You know, that does bother me because it's especially curated. <laughs> I think we're both like that. Specifically for your taste. I think we're both like that in our own ways. Just fair. So <laughs> that's that's it. Um, Southern Charm is filmed in Charleston. And you've been there. I have. Now, let me tell you about one of the last times I was there. So I was very young. It, Jesus Christ, it was like 20 years ago. Uh, Jake and I went, and this is the kind of budget we were working with. <laughs> this is like so okay. So, the budget that we were working with was um, a notch below being able to stay in a hostel. So, what we had to do was camp, but we weren't there to do camp shit, we were there to like go clubbing. So, I'm literally putting on stilettos in the tent. And I'm like walking across a dark field with no, a flashlight. No. I'm not fucking kidding. To the car, and then um, going clubbing. Act, you know, wearing nice clothes, acting like a part of civilization. I'm staying in a hotel. And then, yeah, like, oh me, yeah. I'm just at, over there at the W. Yeah, but bitch, I'm not. I'm fucking down there by the creek. Yeah, lot um, W. Like, yeah, yeah, lot W. <laughs> and then, and then we get back, and my hoochie mama, you know, and I have to take off my. My can- I'm literally wearing like candies, like remember the suede, open toe, slide it. Yeah, I'm wearing my, and I think like. No, that's a break your ankle. In oh, that's, that's for a young knee. Those are for a young, beautiful knee with lots of cartilage. It's like marsh. It's not just like Oh, this shit is marsh. Okay, so like at this point I have to take off the heels. I'm wasted, right? Um, and I have to walk across a field. It's like one huge field that just has a bunch of tents on it. Like it's not even campsites. It's just whatever. And I'm walking across and I'm like so thirsty. Of course I don't have water. You know, when you're like 21, you're not, not, Jake never remembers water. Never has water. This, and if you do, if you have any water, he'll drink it all. Like, uh, anyway, so I get to the tent, you know, I can't, it's pitch dark, black, dark, you know? And I'm like, have to pee so bad. And I'm like, my contacts are out. I'm like, can't charge your if cell I get phone. out, oh, like, this is like before cell phones. <laughs> this is like before the iPhone. Like, this is like 2002. So we need to go back there. 2002. Yeah. And then I'm like, get out to pee, but I can't see anything because I'm blind without my contacts. I'm in the dark. I'm like, I hope I can find it back to my tent, not get in a tent with someone else, end up in a relationship with them. It was pretty tough. And then another time, and this is actually even worse. We went to show my friend Tom had this like like kidnapping van, like one of those crazy vans. It was in the back. They all had like blinds. It was like kind of oh. like you could live in it, but okay. it didn't have beds. It was all seats. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. So have a, like he was stripes. It was all gray, like velvet. I don't know what, what this was like. His normal car. This is like how he got around. I don't know okay. why he bought it, why he had it. We just all thought it was normal, and he would drive us to all the clubs, drunk like all the time. But that was the purpose, right there. That was so. We went on a trip with him for some reason, Charleston. I don't remember why we even went, but we brought. It was Jake and I and Tom and Tom's dog. Okay. And so I guess we went out on the town in Charleston, got wasted, and then we all, the dog, I guess, chilled in the van, and then we all got, God, I forgot about the story, and then we all got in the van and went to sleep in, like, a supermarket parking lot, and we wake up, we are so hungover, we have 
No water. No water. No fucking no. water. We're just like, you know, there's no beds. We're like in like captain's chairs. chairs. Yeah. yeah, like our backs are broken. <laughs> but when you're 20, your back can handle anything. Yeah. Like, so and we wake up and, and like. that doesn't sound like a bad idea. You're like, we'll club and we'll sleep in the van. No big done, deal. Done. Yeah. Done. Genius idea. Yeah. And like, it's so fucking hot, right? Because we don't have the car on, no air conditioning. Like, and the, the heat and the dog smell had, and the alcohol and the dog smell. Like, just when you wake up, you're ready to puke immediately. So we know. get, oh, it's disgusting. So we get out. <laughs> yeah. And so then I guess Jake goes inside. It's like a Harris Teeter or whatever the supermarket is to brush his teeth in the bathroom of the supermarket. <laughs> and then um, this other man, like a normal man who woke up on Saturday morning to buy some nice fresh fruit for his family or whatever the fuck, he comes to the bathroom and like sees Jake brushing his no. teeth. And he says, I didn't know homeless people were clean. It's <laughs> a low point for Jake right there. I mean, that's kind of a dick thing to say because homeless people like to brush their teeth too. So, oh my God. Speaking of which, there is a... So we need a redo of Charleston, I think, as adults. Yes. After seeing Southern Charm, all the glam fun restaurants, that, that seems like the best part. All those restaurants seem wonderful. Okay, yeah, but here's one thing I don't like about Charleston. All, a lot, not all, but a lot of the bars serve their drinks in plastic. Like, what fraternity did we come to? Yeah. It's a yeah. southern thing. I feel like they did in Texas a lot as well. It's not at nicer restaurants, obviously, they don't, but like bars, you know? I'm, I'm, listen. Girl, have you done New Orleans? That is like plastic land. Oof, I mean. I have not. Yeah. I have not. You just humble down. You're not, you're out of the orange curtain, okay? Uh... You're not... <laughs> No, here's the thing. I'm not interested. Like, I have glass at my house, so am I going to pay a lot of money to go have plastic? I don't think so. Like, I, I just, I told Jake, I'm like, here, after a few vacations gone awry, I'm like, please don't take me anywhere worse than my house. <laughs> if it's worse than this house, and this house is... Says the girl who used to sleep in a van. He's like, what totally. happened to my girl that I paid my from a campsite? She, her knees are fucked. <laughs> She's tired as hell. And... She turns 40. We don't have time. Weeks. We don't have time yeah. to say everything that happened to her, but a lot has happened to her. She's not what, you know, I'm not what I used to we, be. We wrote it hard back in the day. And now. hung it up wet, and now here we are. Yeah. I like, I mean, you see on my table here, I have boxes It's a nice. You can't just sleep in a van. You have like 32-step no. process to fucking like go to sleep My rituals, night. yeah. Are you out of, no. This takes All a right. lot. There's heating pads. I there's... have something going on with me that I didn't talk to you about. My snoring. It's reaching all-time highs. So I thought my snoring was related to alcohol. Right. So I said, okay. Sober jam. We'll see what, We'll see what's what. No. I'm ripping it louder than ever. <laughs> um, I don't know what's going on. So I've tried some different tools, tips, and tricks. I tried to do the humidifier. I tried to slip my head up. I put the strip on. What about the strip? Yeah. It doesn't do shit. Not really. So, um, trying to lose weight. Uh, what else can you do? I mean, nose job, like, I don't know. My friend did whatever that surgery is and she still snores. <laughs> so, I don't know. I got a sinus, uh, spray. Oh, I know what I'm going to buy. It's Many these, pot. these things that I can't do that. That's like Guantanamo Bay shit. Like I can't do that. Again, see, you're stubborn. I feel like if you I tried it, it. I bought <laughs> the neti pot. I filled it with the shit and I poured it down and I called the police. You want to was being it abused. yourself no, on accident. It was, yeah, <laughs> like I'm not. No, the one time I it's actually. It's a weird trainable thing to get yourself to do. God, we're so lame. What? <laughs> 
I like got a new broom and it came. <laughs> listen, it, no, this this kit was like sweet as hell. So it was from Costco. It came with an indoor broom and an outdoor broom okay. and a dustpan that goes either way, and it all clicks together. I was like <laughs> clicking my fucking heels at Costco. I was like, this. Now we're talking. But here's my problem now. Where do I keep the set? No, I because I need indoor or I don't outdoor. want my outdoor broom in it. my house Mm-mm. and I don't want my indoor broom outside because it gets wild out on my deck on my patio. So then I'm like maybe clicking it all together isn't isn't that great. That's not the business. You got to separate it. So I just the broom is sold separate the outdoors and you're probably wondering how did I manage this? <laughs> so I put the outdoor broom just outside by itself and then I have the indoor broom but it has another clicker thing on it that's just sticking out. Oh my god. Can't wait for you to show me, Corinne. Oh, I just can't wait god. to see this. All right. <laughs> off top, off topic, but I want to talk about this. What are some cuz this is just does go down this lame road. What are some game changing things that you have bought this year? Uh, well, after the home edit show, you and Oof. I vendored on. Oh, that's a such a good of, anything, one. Anything from the container store. Okay. Has, Do you have any spinners? I haven't ventured into the spinner spinners. land yet. Okay. I know you're a spinner fan. That's like I'm not. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just, I'm one person, so I feel like I don't have enough to spin. You know? Now, you are a lover of condiments. I bet Lots. you put one condiment on and you spin it, you'll be living large. <laughs> living large. I have two spinners in my fridge. Thanks for asking. I have one spinner in my bathroom. I've seen them. In every my time I come, bathroom. you make sure oh. you open the fridge and make sure I've seen I've, all I the, the spinners. Spinner. Yeah. I have all my cooking vinegars on a different, uh, of, on a low quality spinner that Uh-oh. I got. You guys, you get what you fucking pay for. It was $5.99 at Marshall's. <laughs> You, you gotta go only. to the container store or I design only. Don't try to save money on these spinner. What are they called? I don't know what they're called. Like a, whatever. People know what we're talking about. Um, and it's not a lazy Susan. It's, it's a lazy, lazy Susan. Susan. It's a lazy okay. Susan. Okay. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. So okay. So keep going. So container store. Oh, game changing like products. Anything. I haven't really gotten too much. I love my alkaline water. The okay. well water bottles are phenomenal. Okay. Shout out to uh, Well Water in Corona Del Mar. Love y'all. Love We're y'all. We're looking for sponsors. Yep. <laughs> what else? Think. CBD oil. It's been good. Now, this, like, I just ingest to ingest it. it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. It helps me fall asleep. It puts me at ease. I got my first CBD oil in, like, December. So, if you want to count it as, like, okay. the year before last. I have a CBD oil from BN Femme. Ooh, shout out shout to my out. friends, CBD need company. Sponsors, need sponsors. Um, it's really nice. So, oh, I have a weed, a weed game changer. Listen up, friends. So, I read a whole article about THC seltzers, and I'm like, okay. So there's this brand called Can C A N N that it's only two milligrams of THC per can. Okay. You only had half when you came over, but you got to come over. Like when you sleep over and when we can really yeah. let it rip. I spent $350 on these fucking seltzers because I didn't realize the tax is 30% on weed products. Because I was like bringing them to the counter. I'm like, is there any limit on how many I could get? And she's like, oh, let me check. And it's 100 milligrams of THC is the most you can get. Where were you at? MedMen. That's a no, state No, where law. were you at like with your milligrams? Ooh, good, good question. Um, it's I was nowhere near it because... Um, okay. Is it 100, right? So anyway, because each can is two and it comes in a six pack, two times six, car 12. like an illegal amount. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh my God. 
So anyway, there are these only two milligrams each, these little seltzers, they have delicious flavors, and they're nice. They give you a perfect buzz. They're really light. It's great for someone who's like doesn't like to smoke anything, doesn't like edibles, because that's a freaking Mr. Toad's wild ride. You don't know where you're going to end up with some of these edibles. Yeah. And it's just light, and then it you get the effect in 10 minutes after, so then you can decide if you want another one or not. Like, anyone that's, like, been wronged by edibles, which I feel like is everybody. Like, everybody that's had an edible has an edible story. Many. More horror stories. Many. There's really, I think more people have, like, gone wrong, been done wrong by edibles than been done right. <laughs> oh, my God. One time I was with Emil and Jake at uh, Lisa's birthday party, and they had just, like, a whole table of like edibles. It was at a bar too in New York where it's not legal uh-huh. at this point. And I was like, I want the biggest brownie like here. Of course. Oh, of, course. of course. And I was like, oh, and I ate the entire thing. Hadn't eaten anything. And I was just like laughing so hard. I was like seizuring. Like, <laughs> like I was like, couldn't even make noise. You know when you're stop. laughing yeah, yeah, and you can't, yeah. yeah. And, and I was just like reading something online, like a blog. Like I don't, it wasn't really that funny. And I was like on the floor, like, oh, oh like just whatever. And Emil like isn't very familiar with marijuana. Effects. Yeah, and yeah. he's like, are you okay? Like yeah. what? Like, <laughs> you're like I need to go wake Jacob. Like what is going on? And I was like, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm having the best time. <laughs> Jason and I got kicked off a craps table in Vegas. Mm. Me, Jared, and Jason were eating cookies. Mm. And Jared gobbled up two, like, real quick. I think I had one. Jason had one. We were also drinking a lot, too. But when it hit us, we were at the craps table, and then they hand me the die. And I was so scared because there's all these serious, like, 12 serious players surrounding, like, go, go, go. Oof. And I shake them, and I shake them, and I just drop them like right here, like like right onto the t- like in between myself. Oh, people and the kill table. you! Yeah, and they're all like, "What the fuck?" So then I do it again, and I let go, and they just launch like past the table. No, run, 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 run! Same thing happens with Jason. We're so effed up that we're like shook, and everyone's like so angry with us, like. That whole experience, that's when I was like, I quit edibles. The only mm. other time I did was with you, and I didn't sleep an entire night at your you house. You take edibles with me? We were at a Housewives show, and you yes. sent me a something, and I, I, I actually didn't sleep. No, I can't night. sleep on edibles. I can't. And I never sleep. People are like, oh, take a gummy before you go to bed. I'm like, no. I'm like, I can't do that. No, I'm so like, wait a second. Wait a second. It's 2 a.m. Um, am I worthless? Yeah. Um, just checking. <laughs> like, like, I just like. Question me. It's like anxiety know, times a thousand for me. All the thoughts go really I'm like, fast. am I dead? Like, I, yeah. I, yeah. And I go to sleep, you know, I hit the pillow and. You're out like um, a light. Mr. Salmon and I are yeah. making beautiful love yeah. together. <laughs> so why am I trying, you know, like, I don't need. Oh, wait. Nerd alert. Taking you back to loser town on one other game changing product. Ooh, Yeah. So I had this guy, Chewy, who comes to you to tint your windows in your car. (laughs) His gift to you is these clips that you put on your visor that hold your sunglasses. Oh, yes. You put your sunglasses on it and close it. These things, Cheapy AF, game changer. Wow. Okay. Okay. Because I have. Okay. Elevate them. This isn't. Need your windows tinted? You should call Chewy. 
I can barely see out of them not tinted, so I don't want to know <laughs> what would happen. But okay, wait, wait. So this is interesting because I like to wear a big sunglass because I, I have a big head, and that what it lends itself to. You got me into the key quay, the yeah, quay yeah, yeah. key brand, and now that's all I wear. And you can collect them all. Affordable enough. That you can try different styles. If you lose one, you're not ready to, like, off yourself. Right. Um, but I have, like, the uh, push it up, put your sunglasses in it, push it, you know, whatever. But my, but it's not for big sunglasses. It's really for a smaller frame. And so my glasses are getting mangled and jangled up there. Right. and Because it holds them open right in front of you. You can see exactly what they are. And I open that thing, I'm like, who knows who's going to be in there? I saw a funny meme where somebody was like, that's actually not a sunglasses holder, it's a taco holder. <laughs> taco in oh, there. I have another game changer, and I, I think, I, you, know, you didn't teach you about this, but I told you about it, and you were like, yeah, I already know, is <laughs> sunglass cleaner with the cloth, glasses cleaner with the cloth. I'm the one of those people that would walk around, I know, I know. Here, in my bathroom, in my car, and at the studio. What was I doing? Like, I literally would have, like, not be able to see anything and have, you know, I've been on a journey with my eyeballs this year. Um, I don't even know if I want to share this, but I apparently had bugs in my eyelashes. I had mites in my eyelashes. Um, <laughs> basically around... We were infested last year. November. being infested. November. <laughs> no, maybe October. October, everything was great, and then October... Shit went real downhill for me. Q4. Q4. Q4 was so rough for me. I mean, I had a rat in my house that was eating all my food. I, I, I can't, I blocked it. I like blocked, blocked out a lot of it, but I had. Really quick, I also my saw eyes a meme of a guy that said, sorry, I tried to kill you twice. And it's a picture of a rat. He's like, you've actually become my best friend during COVID. Oh my God. <laughs> So this guy oh. tried to kill his rat twice, ended up keeping it, and now it's his pet. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Shit's well, getting weird during I COVID. I know. Well, pre-COVID, we had a friend that... Um, oh, there's rat people. She had a, no, she had a raccoon Ooh. that... Um, Elisa, Alyssa? She Alyssa, had a, yeah. a She had a raccoon pet. Was it a raccoon? Yeah. It was a raccoon. <laughs> and her mom had sewed him some pajamas, and he, he slept her. in her bed with his pajamas with a matching, like, cap. I'm interested. And I thought that was like, like I'd heard it all, you know, like, okay, that's okay. And that she has stories for days. We need yeah. to call her. And then I read another book about someone else that had a, a pet raccoon. And like, this is like, not even like, it's a whole thing. Yep. yep. Having pet raccoons. And is pet like, squirrels. Yeah. There's all kinds of stuff going on. My rat, um, uh, wasn't Ratatouille. I did not want him to stay. <laughs> He terrorized us. Um, I will tell you, I have had more rats in California than in fucking Brooklyn, New York. That's because you're by the beach. Zero rats in Brooklyn, New York. Cucarachas and... Roaches and rats are here in California. Yeah. Laguna, if you don't like roaches, roaches and rats, then I guess don't come to Laguna Beach. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. These... Whew. They're by the water. And I guess Chase went to school and told everyone that a rat lives with us, which is great. I'm like... Maybe they just think of a pet rat. Well, no, he said, you know, my dad's chasing this rat around, blah, blah, And then... Oh, hey, I remember Jake, like, killing a mouse. That was a different rat. That was in the old house. That was a rat, too. That was too. really disturbing. Well, the rat was half dead. <laughs> and he had to finish no, him off. It was off. hard. It he was killed hard. him with my 10-pound arm weight. And I was I like... I remember. It was a hard moment. And I was like, what are you going to 
what would you say if like someone's walking past our house and they see you like pummeling a rat to death with the weight and he goes, well, I'll tell them I'm taking care of my family or I'm doing what needs to be done. And I'm like, oh my God. But you can't get a good night's rest when you know there's a rat in your house. No. There's nothing scarier than reaching up for a loaf of bread and you your whole hand like goes into it. I had a cricket moment. A cricket was, was in here? Four days in a row. A baby Same cricket. cricket? No, new cricket because I had to kill them. I couldn't. Everyone's like, put them outside. I'm like, they're just going to come. They keep coming back in. You, I have, to, you have to send the message. From. You have to send the message. Tell your friends. They ended. This isn't the place. No, nope. I'm just so kidding. guilty. I was oh, like, okay. oh Are you? Yeah, I guess that's maybe our rat friendly listeners will not like this content. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Sorry. Um, so I, I think you said it uh, best once. You said, you know, they don't pay rent here. I do. Hey, yeah. So, I don't go to their house. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't go to their house and eat their fucking rat food. So you can't come to my house and eat my Costco food. There you go. I think that's, you know, that's capitalism. That's yeah, that's it. All right. So some game changers for me. I mean, we really are the fucking most lamest people in the world. Boring I'm about ever. to take it. Are we still on? We are. Charm, we'll get back to that right? in okay. a second. But um, I just want to talk about my trunk organizer. So I didn't know. <laughs> so I bought yeah, one thing, like the loser town. Like now we're in loser okay. pastures. Like I don't what? know. Okay, so I live like on a very steep hill, and when I get my groceries, they all start she rolling lives on the top of the out. Mountain looking down at the peasants. This is all my groceries start rolling all around, and I gotta like regroup them. My shit gets fucked up. Strawberries come out of the container. But now I have my whole trunk compartmentalized into squares. Oh. And so when I put a bag in there, or you know how Costco doesn't give you bags, they just, whatever, toss it all to you. I can put it all in these compartments and it's been life-changing. Just want to say that. No, um, I don't have a Costco membership. I am one human. Um, I understand that, they but I'm keep just it loose. saying they, keep they it loose. just yeah, it's loosey goosey over there. Okay, loosey. They're like, here's your eggs. You're like, oh, okay. Like, I, you know, um, okay. The other thing I got at Costco was I didn't get the trunk organizer I got from Amazon, but the, my, I got rubber car mats for the floor. So here's what I do: I take them out, then I take my car to get washed and have them make it all beautiful. But I don't have people riding in my car I can trust. Then I put the rubber mats over it so they can act a fool, make a mess, and then I just dump those out. So my actual carpets never get <laughs> one crumb. <laughs> but you I also got to see them and enjoy them. I don't need to. I, what are, I'm, I should be looking out the window, not the, my feet. What, you can't, can't drive like that. Anyways. I know. <laughs> I got the massage gun. Amazing. Okay. But, but not the actual therapy. No. I always get the cheap one. I got the the made in China one from Amazon. Okay, hundred dollars worth it. And the one else? I got my massage thing that I got from Mitsua, it was Asian. It broke after like less than a year. Oh, the jacket, the it was backpack, like the holster. Yeah, yeah, the one I have that too. I need to get that out of out of uh, uh, retirement. It Bring it out of retirement. Not... Huh? Yeah, I got my backpack one from Costco. Out. All right, so let's. We were just rambling it up here. Okay, so rambling wackos. Let's talk. About, <laughs> let's talk about money, and who has it and who money, doesn't. Money, honey. Money. Okay, so um, who do you think, after not including Patricia, who is apparently worth about twenty million, oh. who 
do you think is the next richest person on Southern Charm? By their behavior, I would think Thomas Ravenel. I think you're right. Yeah. And who do you think is after that? What is Thomas at? Six. Six million. Oh, really? I mean, this is according to I thought he was higher Google. than that by how he behaves. I mean, I think it's our estimates and guesstimates. Here's the thing. When Thomas and Catherine were together, I didn't understand that... I feel like Catherine is Oh, wait. Like, sorry. I'll put Whitney ahead of Thomas. He's not. Oh. He probably hasn't inherited it yes, yet. Yes. Yes. So, he will be. So Thomas... Um, what was I going to say? Uh, I don't, yeah. Like I, yeah. I don't know what that $6 million is from, property, whatever. Because he had that amazing home in the beginning that he had redone and done really well and restored and whatever. And he doesn't have that anymore. Like, okay. they, they've moved so many times. I'm so... Yeah. Like, how many residences has Catherine lived in? New apartment every season. From season one to season seven. To this, to that. I don't know. Yeah, it's a lot. I'm going to say at least like eight. We joked that I had a bindle and was like on the move, but I think she beats me. Yeah, it's only seven years. Yeah. (laughs) She's nonstop. You've been here how many years? Where? In this apartment. Two years. Okay. I've been in, yeah, my place almost two years. All right. Um, okay, so yes, Whitney is at four, and then who who do you Thomas, think is that? Whitney. Thomas six. Whitney four. Okay. Um, I hate to say it, but maybe Shep. Oh wait, did I fuck up? I messed up. Hold on. Oh no, I'm sorry. Shep is at four and Whitney's at two. Okay. But so I don't know if the Thomas two is like his own Whitney. money. Yeah. But here's, this is one thing that gets on my nerves about Shep is he chews with his mouth wide open. He's a redneck. He's a total redneck. He he has like but doesn't he write terrible manners about being, like about being average. average. Yeah. Have you read it? Know anything about it? Uh, no, I'm going to skip that one. But I think um, someone else wrote a book about just how white men can be mediocre and succeed. I think it's called like white mediocrity. And this show is great example (laughs) of just like falling upward, falling upward, (laughs) which that's falling upwards. A talent that's, you know, people have like, I easier if you're a white man. Yes. Um, so apparently Leva is worth 3 million. No clue who that is. Oh, new season. Okay. Okay. Um, you, when, She's been on the show before as Cameron's friend. Okay. So when you see her, when you get season seven, you'll be like, oh, she's so familiar, but it's because she's Cameron's friend. I'm going to go on a wild card here. Maybe yeah. Naomi is up next. Is oh, up next? hers is like 500000 but I don't believe that. Oh, I feel like it's more. Okay. Okay. Have you ever been to her clothing store website? No. It's some French. It's Yeah. It, it's kind of like downtown LA clothes sold at. She's the model for all of them and styles them really cute. Yeah, it's like the higher prices. So it's like a top that should be like $28 for like $68. Okay. But it's curate. You know, it's the curation, right? You you know, a thing or two. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, so Naomi is $500,000. But she's not next in this tier. Catherine is apparently $800,000, which I don't understand how that could be possible. That's why I feel like she is... A sugar baby. To who, though? We don't know. That one guy she broke up with immediately on the show. 
She was like, he isn't who I thought he was. And I'm like, hmm. Oh, it was like another, wait, what was that guy's name? He was bald. I can't remember his name right now. See, the, that's the other thing I don't like. They don't show us enough, enough about her dating enough. life. Yeah. She was going to Miami at some point to see some guy. Yeah, that's the same guy I'm talking about. And then there was a guy that was, he came on that and was went running to dinner. There was a politician guy. Is that that same guy? Same guy. But then I think there was like a NFL guy. There's some. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's different or whatever. And then she dated a guy that won like American Idol or who was like on American Idol. Okay. I'm not I think you've yet. seen I think you've seen it. Um some kind of like country singer dude in Nashville. Like it wasn't anyone I knew, but he just he was on American was Idol. Notable. So I don't know. She doesn't have a type. I feel like Cam's husband might be rich, but I don't know about Cam. He's an anesthesiologist. She's like platinum and or really high up there in real estate she's okay. been like doing real estate basically the past seven or eight like, years who do we have left we have chelsea uh Craig. Catherine. i did madison 1.25 what i think she owns a salon okay and i know like um maybe that's i don't know if she got a settlement from her ex i don't know if her family austin austin's uh, probably up in the next range also, I think it was like five hundred thousand. Actually, I didn't write it down. Okay. Craig was four hundred thousand, which I feel like is more from being on, like I being on the show and all you know selling flat tummy tea or whatever. Uh, Cameron, he one, does all that business. Now? I mean, they all do. Oh, one point okay. five for Cameron, one point five for Chelsea, and one point five for Pringle. I don't know Pringle either. Oh, new season. Okay. Oh God, he's like. Am I gonna like it, the new season without Cam? Yeah. Okay. You will. It'll just feel like safe and familiar. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Um, Okay, so what are you watching on TV besides Southern Charm or nothing? Um, Nothing, like, too exciting. Stupid stuff. Well, last weekend you came over and we went on a whole tangent because... Oh, my God. So, February 5th, I'm so excited because the Britney Spears documentary is coming out all about her conservatorship which keeps me up at night and um, it's by the New York Times, which I didn't even know they did documentaries. So this shit is legit as hell. <laughs> We're going to get to the bottom of things once and for all on February 5th. Mark your calendars. We hope. That's a podcast we episode. We hope it's not just some elusive like things we already know. It's a, it's a complicated. It's like the GameStop situation. It has okay. layers. It's complicated. We okay. might have to watch it twice. We might have to watch it three times. Okay. We might have to, you know... Pause it. We might have to go on the internet, which is what I have to do a lot with a lot of things I watch and really figure out what the hell's really going on. That's coming out, which I'm so excited for. I really think you'd like this show called Search Party on Showtime. Okay. It's like... I don't think I have Showtime. Post-college kids in New York, hipster, dark comedy. It's very like referencing pop culture and millennials. It's, It's really, really funny. Oh, oh, last Sunday you came over and we started because I want to show you the trailer for the documentary for Britney. Then we started watching Britney Spears music videos. And then from there we got to a great place, which is watching all the Super Bowl halftime shows. If you haven't, just watch all the Super Super Bowl halftime shows. Like just take an afternoon, pour yourself a THC seltzer or a glass (laughs) of wine, whatever you want to do. And start with Michael Jackson and, and go from there. It's it's fascinating. So fun. 
It's just it's fun. Really, there's a lot of good mashups. I love a good mashup of people agree. you wouldn't expect coming together. I don't like Coldplay. That's too boring. Well, I loved how in my head, as soon as Coldplay <laughs> switched to him, I go, "Jake's gonna love this." And you turned it, like, off, shut it and off, and he was like, "Hey!" <laughs> like he, knew, I was like, "I knew it. I knew it." He, listen, if once you give me like a Beyonce or a Bruno Mars. I, I, I'm Can't hyped. I'm fucking Can't hyped. I'm ready to dance. And now you're like, let's cry. Why? That whatever that British whining is, not interested. <laughs> not interested. You need to watch Bling Empire. Okay. It's like the new hot um, reality show. You're gonna love it. Okay. Okay. You're okay. going to love it. It's, well, I was behind on Selling Sunset. I actually ended up binging that and loving it too. Yeah. So it's the same. It's. Um, I gotta get through Southern Charm. Yeah. Then I'm open. Okay. Well, I have to finish some of the Housewives. Well, do you know how, like, um, Selling Sunset just has such a shine on it? Like, the production value. So, Bling Empire feels like that. 100%. Yeah. Like, it's just really shiny. And, like, I'm telling you guys, Netflix is coming for your ass, Bravo. Because the (laughs) shine on these shows and the way they're being shot, the gloss on them is just something that we're not seeing. You know, it's. Like a Steven Spielberg movie, like, uh, and I don't know what that but is. But that's like what I'm talking about—the early what? days of Raw reality dog. TV. Raw Dog. Yeah. The first reunion, <laughs> the first one, was in Vicky Gumbleson's backyard, sitting on some like high top wrought iron chairs, Amazing. and it was no, there was no like mediator, there was no Andy. It was just like, well, it was kind of a crazy year, you know, like it was so low budget. That was back when, like, remember when the style was dress pants. Black dress pants or brown. Those bitches wore brown too, and then like a wedge, a definite wedge, and then like platform. It's like a full totally, totally platform. Yeah, and then like sky top. Yes, but it was like cut like this. What is it? Halter, like a halter stitch, with you know. There's like a ring or a bling in the front, something or on the chest. Yeah, yes, some kind of jewel, something. (laughs) A lot of jewel tones, a lot of silks, a lot of satins. Oh the good god. old days. Oh my god. Did you ever have lace up jeans that like laced up in your crotch? Of course. With, like leather Are you stitching. Out of your mind? Yeah. It was hot. The thing about Brittany is she's still wearing that. Oh my god. Low rise is coming back in. Oof. I know. Okay. That was hard to move away from, I feel like. It was such a generational thing. Yeah, that was TRL. TRL. I was like, what are you talking about? I'm at a medium rate right now when we're going higher. Well, our figures lean to a medium. (laughs) Can't go too high. Wow, 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 wow. I mean, bring them right under the tits and that's it. Bring the stretch ones all the way up. Bring not my spanks. Bring my spanks. Denim leggings. Not uh, your mother's. Oh, jeans. not your mother. Oh my god! I remember one time I was like, I can't find jeans. You're like, maybe you should try not your mother's <laughs> jeans or not your daughter's jeans. Yeah, and then not your mother. When I was like, fuck you. Like, I remember being like, go fuck yourself. I think I was like, well, you're a mom now. So like, I don't think think I was a mom. I don't even know. <laughs> but it's so funny because I don't know. Like every mom I know is like. A str- like the sexiest person ever like <laughs> the, they would be like I never heard of that yeah. like they don't know what that shit is not where you live girl not where I live yeah, <laughs> we're not dad bods and mom jeans don't exist in, oh in my, my neighborhood alright well I think that that rap, that kind of that's a good ending point <laughs> 
Is there anything else you want to quality anything on here? Add or promote or share. No, I have like five followers, so you might be able to get like one Instagram follower. Actually, kind of embarrassed about this. Okay, you want to like distance yourself from this. Okay, I'll just stay personal. Yeah, we'll stay on the personal tip. Okay, so don't follow us. We might make another one. We might not. We don't know. (laughs) Um, Thank you guys so much. Have a great week. Bye.